Welcome to Lazy Days Podcast. My name is Ryan. Hey y'all, my name is Taj. Welcome to episode uh, 67. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, thank you guys for returning. Um, our last episode. Again, we haven't really been doing like uh, topics, I should say. Like, uh, like, you know, specific topic for like episode wise. Kind of just been diving into the week. Or in that last episode, the past two weeks since we skipped yeah. one um but uh thank you guys not for that, returning yeah not that we won't be doing anything in the future that's maybe topic specific but yeah we're evolving as a show and you know take that journey with us yeah there's a topic there's a topic there's not which, you can check all those topics out that we've covered in the past check them all out wherever you get your podcasts and uh yeah i mean we're just going to continue continue with that that I'd say like uh, that vibe. Okay, I'm trying to think of a better word than that. Formula? <laughs> yeah, formula. There you go. We're going to continue with that formula there. We'll try different formulas. Like yeah. Today's going to be a little different too. It's not. We're not just going to uh, talk your ear off about news that you can watch on the news. You know what I mean? Or look at Twitter for or wherever you get your news from. We'll, we'll, we'll you know, maybe get a little more personal if, if you'll allow us, you know, talk about shit we're into stuff we're into rather don't want to curse so early yeah um, and the stuff we're into is not shit you know not all of it fuck all that shit but could yeah be good, could be good stuff anything that's on our mind for the week any interesting thing that we've read you know what i mean like that's mm-hmm. what i wanted to bring up me and ryan were talking we always speak before we start recording each episode i'm thinking maybe yeah maybe let's switch it up let's try something out and see what works if not we'll go back to what we know what work you know evolve produce Create. yeah definitely so i mean let's just jump into the shit we're already in it i guess it doesn't matter yeah. um but yeah we were actually just talking a little bit lengthily 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 yeah. about okay. midnight mass uh we talked about the last episode and i didn't think you were gonna like binge it like that i didn't think oh, i didn't think it was gonna be like yeah. that you know that binge i know it's a good show but uh share your thoughts if you want on that because i know we were talking a lot about well, it yeah, I forget. I talked a lot about the last was, episode. I forget how it was brought up the last episode. We dove into some aspect of religion. Of religion, sort. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it was. It's only. It's only uh, seven episodes. They're like about forty mm-hmm. something minutes. You know. Yeah. You but yeah, by. I got through it. I had you know one on my days off. I I like to. Yeah, it only took me two days. In the second day, it's only two episodes. <laughs> yeah. And then at but that yeah. point. We're just yeah, like, I, I don't know what to do after that last episode. Cause that's how Stace and I were. Once we finished it, we we're just like, I don't know if anything could top this show right now. Like, I don't know what to follow this show up with. So. Yeah, cause I got, cause I got other stuff that I could watch or that I've started, but it's like passive stuff. Like, like, like watching Veep, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I can just put that on the background, like, you know, but this, I got into it at first. I was like, huh? Hmm. I've seen that, uh, that the cover art cover art is that what you call it that they use on the yeah Netflix? the uh the thumbnail before. for that yeah i've seen it before and i was like huh and i then i was like oh this is gonna be like some ancient aliens type thing yeah it's a weird thumbnail i don't know why they chose that i feel like it makes it seem like it's 
it looks like the Stranger Things thumbnail. So that makes it seem like it's going to be like this like horror campy show but it's yeah. like it's the literally the furthest thing from that though they showed none of the pictures like that on the imdb page like they as if they wanted to keep it a secret mm-hmm. and so unless you watch it lest you watch but anyhow but yeah um i guess their take on a lot of things when it came to religion I'm not going to spoil anything, but yeah, certain things I figure myself to be very open and open-minded when it comes to stuff like that, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, But sometimes in the back of your mind, you get a little irk that you just want to be like, actually, but that's how it goes when you have strong opinions. But yeah, I like it. I like it. I thought it did a good job of that. A lot of stuff, it's like, okay, nothing new. But um, when it came down to, without spoiling it, when yeah. it came down to the things that did make me go, mm, I was like, okay, I see. Like, I, 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 I understood the point that was trying to be made. Yeah, I agree with what you're saying. Because I think what they did was the first couple of episodes was they just, like, scratched the surface. And I think when they scratched the surface, they did, like you said, it was, like, typically those things that you've seen before or heard before. Um, in regards to, you know, conversations about differences in religion and beliefs and things like that. Yeah. And I think after like the third episode, it it's it goes deep. It, it goes up. like Yeah, well it's like halfway deep. through. So yeah, it yeah. definitely picked up. Yeah, it without a doubt picked up. And then by the last like two episodes, it picked up. Like the last two episodes were were wow. I think we finished the show at like three AM because we <laughs> We that the last the second to last episode we watched it and it's the church scene and we were just like we can't stop here <laughs> like we have to finish it now like I'm otherwise I'm just gonna want to know what happens like this is it's too good and so we ended up finishing it super early in the morning but you know yeah. now that I now that I think about it it gave kind of some uh, red state vibes yeah I could see that I could Kevin definitely Smith. see that um. It gave not me not to that extreme, but yeah, it was obviously Red State's a lot more like balls to the wall type of Red fucking movie. Red State meets Miss <clears throat> M- Midsummer. <laughs> Midsummer. Um, I haven't seen Midsummer yet. I think you're yeah. saving that, but I hear it's good. But uh, yeah, it's it, it very much reminded me of like because I told you this beforehand. The monologues in there were so well written, like you don't and you really don't see that from a lot of tv shows now as far as like the scenes it reminded me of like a like a play like when like how you see like you know because you could fucking like any most plays have not most but there's a lot of plays that have are, are known for monologues you know and those monologues are supposed to be so you flesh out that character's thought process um and i feel like this show like took advantage of that time with every just about every character they had their time they had their time and we were talking about before we recorded this that i feel like every character started off you had this opinion with the character at least myself and by the time the character's arc was done my opinion completely changed and i was just you saw like a whole other side of it and it was just that's to me that is like great writing for character arcs like that is just how you do it for not just the main characters or two main characters or anything like that. There was like eight an on the show that had 
yeah that had some level of a character arc and it was just very well written that's um midnight mass on netflix who was the who's the writer uh mike flanagan mike flanagan mike flanagan check Um, that out y'all yeah definitely check it out he he did the haunting of uh blind manor haunting of hill house he did dr sleep so he did all those this is nothing like those it's very different from that this is very (laughs) um as ryan was telling me this is very thought-provoking i would say not that the other ones aren't because they do touch on a lot of those things like grief and death but this is a lot more thought-provoking as it dives into religion and it dives into just kind of the negative aspects of that and how that can affect a society obviously this is on a smaller level um but it was uh definitely definitely worth watching and i highly recommend it i give it i honestly give it a 10 out of 10 um well it is yeah it was good it's really i'll give it like seven pickles out of 10 pickles that's a lot of pickles (laughs) that's a good amount of pickles but the acting was great too so i got they got my hats off to every person in that show they made me believe their fucking characters that's for damn sure Okay, so while well, we're doing reviews, I just recently saw West Side Story, the Steven Spielberg one. Uh, How was that? By Steven Sondheim, of course. Um, <laughs> the lyrics, anyway. Um, you can wait until it comes out. On That's what TV. I hear. I hear the same thing. I hear it's like it was still it's dope. good. They, yeah. they really, they really did. They dilly, <laughs> they really did represent um, actual yeah, cult that culture, Puerto Ricans and other latin latinx latinos of new york you know dominicans etc um and they didn't put subtitles for the spanish that was a big thing for some reason for people even though on the flip of the coin like never mind i feel like they i mean i feel like that's something that I'm not saying it should be done, but it would be helpful. Well, Steven Spielberg was saying, uh, well, according to the trivia on IMDb, um, not sponsored, um, Steven Spielberg said, oh, he wanted to respect the language and that he thinks that putting the subtitles um, would, I guess, minimize the respect. But then again, like, isn't there a big conversation about the hearing impaired? Okay, yeah who need to the subtitle and what about those who just don't plain old don't speak yeah that's an interesting take on that steve yeah but, i understood, uh, i understood what they were saying for the yeah part. i get well yeah well i, mean, but I know I'm the sure. show too you know yeah I mean? i'm sure you can get it through context of conversation but also it's like I see what you're doing there, Steven. You're, I see you're trying to be artsy again, but I, I just picture a bunch of people getting up from their seats and be like, "The subtitles aren't on." You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a that's an interesting choice. Because uh, I mean, honestly, I watch everything with the subtitles on because yeah, I like same, to. Actually. I like to actually, if I miss anything or dialogue wise or anything like that, I'd like to I actually we, see it. I think we spoke on this. A yeah, times before. Um, we we generally watch everything with the subtitles on. Unless it's like, for some reason, the subtitle blocks are huge and it gets in the way of the movie or show. Oh, my man. They got Uh, it down to where you can choose the size of the font as well. Yeah, you could do that now too. Well, I mean like another platform. Some other platforms, like it'll just be fucking like massive or just, or if it's a part, or if it's part of the movie, then you can't do anything about it. But yeah, I hear the same thing about West Side Story here. It's like, it's good, but I also hear it's, it's like the same. You can wait. Yeah, it's like the same. It's like, 
nothing new. It's the only thing new is obviously the casts and stuff, but it's yeah. like yeah, it's like yeah, it's the same. We'll see. Yeah, it was just, yeah, it was nice. It was a nice little romp. I always enjoy going to the movies, going to the cinema. But uh, to me, did Steven Spielberg have to direct it? Did it show that Steven Spielberg directed it? Because to me, you could usually tell if Steven Spielberg's directing it. Mm, I, well, I can't say that. With myself. this, yeah, with this movie, I, when I saw the trailer, I was like, it doesn't really seem like a Steven Spielberg movie. It definitely seems like it definitely seems like a musical, obviously. But <laughs> it was death. It just a musical. it just didn't seem like a Steven Spielberg movie. But you know, it. I mean, I just wonder if it had those little, you know, see his little quirks that he does, but. Yeah, I hear it's I hear it's okay, but then at the flip, I also hear the other end where it's like, "Oh, you got to see this in the movies because this is it like the nice. cinema. This is like yeah, the, the return to cinema, um, and all this other stuff." So well, it's I like, did that with I did that with uh, what movie? I forget, but I did that with another movie like a, a while ago. Oh, Return to Cinema. That the Return to yeah. Cinema. Yeah, I think before what they're Nicole, saying before Nicole Kidman start telling us what to do. I think what they're saying is like it's like oh, this movie marks the return of cinema. Like you know, like oh, from COVID movies to this is this is like it's like the, this is the grand movie again. It's like when they say the hottest movie of the summer. Like like yeah. wait, I thought this was the hottest movie of the summer. <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah, I guess I could just wait. Might yeah. wait for him. But yeah, um, yeah. Um, well, yeah. We also saw we saw Resident Evil. I that I had an opportunity to. How was that? But I didn't because I was watching West Side Story. It honestly it was better than the Resident Evil movies. The other ones. I wanted more out of it because it set it up for like a sequel. Um, I really wanted more out of it, but I thought it was good. I thought it was good. It matched. It literally. It was very. It was a lot closer to the fucking games than the other ones were for sure. See, I thought that the first one, the first Resident Evil movie with mm-hmm. uh, Mila Jovovich, yeah. I thought that that the new one, based on the trailer anyway, because I haven't seen it, that that's what that was gonna be. You know, oh, like no. if they were gonna jump out the gate with the first Resident Evil live action movie, that's what mm-hmm. I thought it was gonna be. Was what's out now. But no, yeah. Alice. I didn't know Alice because my yeah, brothers she... played. I watched them play starting with two Resident Evil two with Claire, with uh, yeah. Leon, with Alice doesn't with exist. Bill. She was created for the fucking movie. I hear it was in the first one, which was PC only or something. Nope, Alice had never existed. Wrong? She okay. never existed. She was literally just made for the movie. That's why people were so upset that even when they introduced Leon and they introduced Chris Redfield and Claire. Chris, like the not third Chris one, um, that they were just like secondary characters at that point. And then it was just like everyone was just like, we don't, nobody cares about this fucking clone. This she's obviously they know you know she's a clone by the third movie. It's like nobody cares about this chick. She's not even a character in Boy, the fucking yeah. game. And then you bring in the characters from the game, and they're like backstory. And it's like no, we people want to see the characters from the fucking game, but. Yeah, this one, it was good. It was the, good. I give it the, like a the liquor looks different. I give it like a six or seven out of ten. Six, um, six to seven pickles out of ten pickles. Yeah, out of pickle. We're grading by pickles. I'd give it that that All amount right. of pickles. All right. Um, it was good. It was definitely entertaining. It was definitely gory. It was mm. very close to the show or the show. Very close to the video game. Um, yeah, I liked it. I want to see more. So, I did mean, did you watch it in the cinema? 
we saw the drive-in. We're doing most of our viewings at drive-ins. I think the next one we're going to be watching in cinema is actually going to be Spider-Man, which I had to wait. Is that out yet? No, it's in Thursday. I had to wait an hour to get tickets to that shit when the tickets released like two weeks ago or a week ago. Oh, wow. It's going to sell out like that? Yeah, it is. Absolutely. Um, That seems so... Okay, sure. So I'm... I'm excited to see that we got. I got tickets to IMAX for that. So, right. and then Go I want to see the Matrix too when it comes out. I'm gonna be. I'm excited these, for that. All these movies are theater exclusive, right? Yes, but Disney. Oh, even Spider Man doesn't actually because they, they're Sony. Spider Man's Sony, not Disney. So none of the Spider Mans are on Disney Plus. So that's not gonna be coming out there anytime soon. But a lot of the Disney movies, they they usually show their movies in theaters, and then like a month later, they're on Disney Plus. Um, yeah but for matrix i believe it's being released in theaters only but it's i think it's going to be released on hbo max as well at some point yeah they've been pumping up the series for a while now yeah so i i think that's gonna happen i think because that's what most movies are doing now is that they're releasing the streaming platforms shortly after just to make their money back essentially if they don't make it within the first couple weeks of releasing in theater but definitely going to see the matrix when it comes out probably going to have to rewatch all of them again just to get everything in as far as all just everything that fucking happens in all the movies um i don't remember all of them but i know that this is going to have like a full callback um for a majority of the movie just based on the trailer so I'm excited for the Matrix, but yeah, Spider-Man and the Matrix are the two that we're going to be seeing in theaters next. So those are going to be our return to cinema, I guess. Okay. Um, yeah. Other than that, though, we oh we saw Eternals too, which is that it's like a that Marvel movie, the uh, the one with fucking uh, All of Angelina them. Jolie, yeah, Selma Hayek, yeah, uh, um, like Paperboy, yeah, it was. It was good. It was good. Um, I th- I wish it was like a show because I could have taken a lot more character development from their characters, but it was it was good. I think people were hating on it, but I thought it was good. I think people were hating on it because it was like the first uh, uh, um, gay superhero. One of the guys was gay. He he like he turned out to be gay and had a husband and they had a kid and all this shit. So who is gay? And yeah, and apparently, you know, people had problems with that, I guess, or something. I don't know. But um, it wasn't even like super crucial to the story or anything like that. But it was just like, it was just like he was was the normal character trait. And it wasn't anything that they pushed or anything in the movie. So, but I hear people had problems with that. But I guess. They're going to always have problems with that. Yeah, I think people also have problems because the cast, I don't know if they had problems with it, but I know that people were complaining about the diversity i don't know the diversity of the cast but i don't know it was weird anyway, anyway. a lot of the complaints i was seeing for that were very weird which i enjoyed the movie i thought it was fine i thought it was Good. i thought it was cool uh, what else uh what anything uh music wise that what's what's with you what, what's new with you ryan uh um, people what's new with you music wise yeah um, any any songs or bands that you you're really digging right now uh any events coming up any shows you plan on seeing anytime wish, soon i wish no we haven't planned on any doing any shows or anything like that as of as of recent at least but 
um like i was saying before we just we just finished the beatles documentary which is really good really good on disney plus highly recommend that i haven't seen it but sure yeah it's really good stuff um but yeah i haven't really been there's not really any new music i've been listening to a lot i know that there's going to be some new albums that are going to be dropping really soon from what i hear but um I think I remember seeing something that uh, Kendrick Lamar is supposed to be dropping a new album, but I don't know when. I don't know if it's supposed to be January. I think it's probably going to be January. Um, there's a couple others. There's like a whole list that I saw of people that were going to be dropping albums in the next couple months, but I'm just going to wait for my Spotify to tell me. Uh, I did do my Spotify yearly wrap-up. Oh, yeah. How was that? Uh, it was as expected. Kanye was up there. Oh wow! Uh, the You're Beatles. Blessed. And um, what a list! Yeah, it was uh, Kanye West, the Beatles, uh, Jake Cole, Esquivel, mm-hmm. uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> among other things. Yeah, uh, damn, uh, that, yeah. that high up there, huh? <laughs> yeah, no, those are my top five. It was Kanye West, then the Beatles, then uh, Kuko was another one that I just started listening to recently. A very good artist. Kuko's dope, yeah. dude. Um, J. Cole was number four, and then SQL was number five. You said Kuko, right? Yeah, Kuko. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, it was number three there. But, uh, yeah, I mean, again, not surprised. My top songs were, uh, I was heavy into mf doom this past year uh so rhymes like dimes was my top song uh yeah rest in peace um and then kanye west keep my spirit alive yeah i checked our um i checked our our spotify podcasters uh account for our oh, yeah. wrap up for spotify um shout out to shout out to all the listeners first of all but shout out to germany and was it austria who i didn't even i didn't know i didn't know how to check that you're gonna have to send me a screenshot or something it just showed us like are there we got a few we got a significant amount of listeners in australia or austria and germany so oh. shout out to y'all and canada hey, thank as well. you yeah those are all places that i would like to visit one day <laughs> yeah, shout out y'all oh, whatever wow. you're listening on whatever yeah, weird ass I... app you're listening on <laughs> yeah thank you yeah, i'm not sure what you're listening on hopefully it's available and easy available easily available to you yeah um, find us yeah thank you i, I need to figure out how to freaking look at that because i'm very i'm very interested in that Oh, um, you just go to the Spotify podcasters, and then you know it's our, it's the regular sign in. Did you go on a on a web browser or on the app? Yeah, put in the it's the red. Okay. Web yeah. Oh, that's why. Okay, okay, I'll try it in the app. But thank you or the web browser. Uh, yeah. But thank you for for listening, everybody in those other areas. That's yeah. very exciting. Um, I'm sorry that we keep bringing up United States news. If that. <laughs> yeah. So that's why. That's what I don't know if I mentioned it maybe briefly earlier like we're just gonna if something you know that piques our interest that's in the news that mm-hmm. we bring up we'll bring it up now that's why we're not doing the catch yeah. mastered anymore but, you know we're evolving yeah. we're trying new things i did uh i did want to just touch on this i kind of briefly told you about this because this just actually happened within the past like couple of hours um that uh there's just been some COVID updates okay. uh, as we know there's varying going around um there well one 
there the supreme court uh initially just turned away because if you didn't remember we talked about this a little while back in new york uh, there was a bunch of nurses and doctors that were uh, essentially boycotting the hospitals for ma- uh, uh, mandating a vaccine for them and for i was saying to that continue to work yeah and i was saying that they're bringing in people from the national guard and, oh. and things like that to, to do that because oh, they're bringing right. in volunteers because there's shortage of, of individuals well they apparently um requested uh to the supreme court two times for them to block the state's vaccine mandate and they were turned away uh this just uh happened about four hours ago um so you i guess they, they tried to fight that vaccine mandate and it didn't go well for them so the state's still sticking with that vaccine mandate um, for healthcare workers so do that what you will and then also california so wait so they're sticking with the national guards they're sticking with the vaccine mandate whatever however that goes if the, if these nurses or doctors want to go back to their jobs they just but I mean, vaccinated. In, in lieu of them going back yeah they're, they're sticking with what they're what they have right now oh yeah uh, vaccinated you people said, uh, you said you're speaking california are you talking about you're talking about newsom what are we talking he, about? not newsom well yeah newsom but he uh he just is just signed a bill actually or not a bill but just uh essentially reimposed a statewide mask mandate for a month on the 15th to the 15th 15th of december so within a couple of days here uh breaking news this just happened like an hour ago um so all of these are within the last couple hours of from when we're recording so i just thought i'd put that out there since those are just very current and very much a part of COVID news which is oh, unfortunately me, a thing yeah of course let me piggyback I mean, let me give a little two cent news uh speaking of newsome um He's imposing a bill uh, that will, I guess it's something about the firearms that's mimicking the abortion laws in Texas. I saw that. Yeah, I saw that too. Like where, you know, how the Texas abortion laws where you can be a vigilante, a vigilante, mm-hmm. you know, and report people or citizens arrest people. It might, I don't, I could be wrong. Look it up. I'm no, that's person. what it is. That's what uh, it is for getting an abortion um, after a certain amount of weeks. I think six weeks, unless that changed. They encourage the go- the government encourages uh, the Texas government encourages you to do that. Yeah. So Gavin, old old Governor Newsom, Gov Noose, Gov Gav is um, gonna do something along the that has to do with the firearms. Like, a, uh, does it have to do with uh, charging the parents, or is that something completely different? Uh, no, I don't think it's the parents. Um, or just stricter, stricter, stricter penalty or law. For, it's something, but mimicking the I know I don't know the logistics, but uh, mimicking the Texas law. And yeah, for gun control. About it. They, uh, there's yeah for gun control, and uh, you know all the talking heads on the news were speaking about like, well, it's kind of like a little like back and forth. Does it set a good president? President? president necessarily or is that just kind of bad you know or a, a, a kind of immature way to go about things because then it's like oh they can at what cost or at what end or to any law you know what i mean to repeal something because for the texas thing that's roe versus wade um I'm not so, sure what Newsom's trying to do, but I'm pretty sure it's not going to take away the Second Amendment. Oh no, no, it's not. It's actually very, it's actually different. 
I, I think that was just kind of the running headline of it, like comparing yeah. it to that. Um, but reading it here, it, it looks as though he would allow Californians to sue anyone who manufactures, distributes, or sells an assault yeah. weapon or ghost gun kit or parts for damages. Yeah. So, like Smith and Wesson. Yeah, exactly. So, anybody that sells that within the state of California, which it's illegal. Um, and I don't see anything wrong with that, to be honest. Yeah. I see, I see nothing wrong with that. Uh, but hey, you know, I think that's, that's great. Again, I think that the way that they put it out there in the headlines and how they, of course, they said they were modeling it after the Texas controversial abortion ban. I think they're just trying to push buttons. It's like, oh, you're going to do that? We exactly. got to do this exactly i think they're just trying to push buttons but it's not similar to that in any way really other than inspired by yeah inspired by i would say is is probably closer to say um not modeled after it's really Um, cute how they they do they do their back and forth yeah it's a little tit for tat it's yeah i i see nothing wrong with that um i think that's i didn't think that you couldn't do that I mean, I thought that you could do that. I guess this gives it more precedence that you could do that, but I guess it's, you know, that which helps, especially if the state backs you. But it's, uh, yeah, it's very, it's very uh, interesting that, it's not really interesting, it's not surprising, because the NRA is everywhere. They got their hands fucking deep. Oh, yeah. In everything. So, uh, yeah, we've met people, you know, people who are on both sides of the aisle and, not just aisle of the spectrum, you know, all up and through the spectrum, rather, on several parts of the spectrum, whether they be still pro-gun, but for different reasons type of thing. Yeah. And I'm a lot of them believe in zombie apocalypse. So just keep that, that in mind. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm pro, I'm pro, you can, I think you should, there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to own a gun. I, I see no absolute reason to that. I don't see any reason why you need an assault rifle. I don't see why you need anything military grade. Yeah. Uh, I do get where people are coming from when they go, oh, well, the Second Amendment was the right to bear arms against your government. Yeah, I get that. And I get that the only way to bear arms against the government that has military-grade weapons is to match those weapons. Yeah, I get that. But a lot but, of them are just using them on citizens. Exactly. Yeah. They're not. You're not using it for an uprising. Not saying that that's something that should be done, but oh, no, that's, not, that. that's not what you're using them for. Um, you know, we see these used in school shootings. We see these used in, you know, especially in the case of Kyle Rittenhouse, like he shouldn't have had that yeah. weapon. It's illegal for him to have that weapon. Um, use that. The, the other one, the yeah, one who's going on trial this week, I believe. Mm-hmm. And so again, it's just, it's that to me is the problem. And I think it, oh, it really comes down to, and I've always said this, I've said this for a very long time. It's a, I think it's a, it's more of a psychological problem. I am not saying that, you know, people kill people, not guns. You know, guns don't kill people. People kill people. I'm not saying that. But I am saying that I think that the approach to this really needs to be yes to regulate assault rifles, to regulate certain weapons that aren't necessary. Um, Who's to say what's necessary? I don't know. Hmm. I'm not in that position myself. You know, I've noticed noticed that uh, because King of the Hill has been coming on Adult Swim now for the first time in a long time which I very much appreciate for my late night falling asleep uh, program background. Yeah. Um, Hank Hill, a proud Texan Republican. Just, I don't think he owns any guns. Nope. I don't think it's ever brought up. I don't even think he likes to shoot. 
I think he only shot once. I think they went. Uh, I think they went hunting once in this show. From what I remember, he sh- he shot before because Bobby was in the shooting pageant yeah. or whatever. Yeah, he was in that, but it wasn't Hank. His, it was Bobby. Back, yeah, Hank had his backstory of how his dad would always traumatize him when he yeah. But yeah, yeah, like even so, as a proud Republican Texan, like he did not, he was not pro gun like that. Yeah, and I think that's to, to, that's again, that's just a that's Dale was though to <laughs> Hank to Hank Hill to, to King of the Hills, um, point. That's that's the point of the show too. I think it's it's to it's to play or poke fun at those aspects of society Dale, and also the conspiracy to nut yeah and, yeah and the you. fact that the conspiracy theory nut is like super pro gun and all that stuff it's you know that's why i like king of the hill there's there's a lot of uh nuance to it if you will top 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 uh adult animation sitcoms. but yeah <laughs> i i do definitely agree with this bill or this this approach to that we'll see um, what goes on um, yeah we'll see how yeah. it works Oh, speaking of the the same with the bill, real quick, uh, California is working as a safe haven. It seems, or is gonna is is uh, predicted to be a safe haven when it comes to people uh, seeking abortions proper. Mm-hmm. You know, so if it comes down to it, you know, it make it happen, Captain. You know, what yeah. I mean? This is this is about a week ago. I think they were preparing to. Um... By essentially just preparing for California to become that safe haven, which so be it. Yeah, it's weird that it, that it has to be, but uh, here we are. You know, twenty twenty one, gonna be twenty twenty two. Yeah, and there needs good. to be a safe haven for abortion rights. Yeah, we got through another year. Speaking of that, a weird transition. We got through another year. Uh, not a complete second year, but you know we're winding down. Maybe uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll take a little break when we come back. We'll speak on a little more stuff. Maybe we'll get a little festive. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that. Let's take a break here. I don't know. Sometimes I get worried that you know when the show grows, like it'll be harder to like keep it raw and real but to be honest the show's already pretty big and we're still doing this so fuck man life's crazy i didn't ever think i would have a show yeah the show's changed a lot but it's like exactly the same too like we still live in this rv we still have the same like clunky giant camera barely understand what shutter speed is it does (laughs) it's definitely like not that sustainable of a lifestyle like it it wears on you a little bit you have to smell your homies every day (laughs) But I could do it for a lot longer. I hate when people say they come away from the videos like all nihilistic and bummed out on the country. They're like, wow, everyone's crazy. We're in this giant culture war. We're all fucked. I just want people to feel like there's like humor in darkness. Because we're in like a really bad time. I just want to show people how crazy things actually are in a really objective way that's like quick and easy to digest and pretty funny because you learn better when you're laughing at stuff. And we're back. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you guys for chilling. Just chilling for a moment. Giving us a moment to breathe. Take the piss, you know. Do what we gotta do. Wow. We're human. I'm not gonna deny it. Allegedly. Alleged, yeah. Who's to say? What is human? Who? What makes us human? <laughs> you know? 
that's a deeper conversation. That's a whole other. You know, I I know. Uh, for me, a a good thing that makes you real human is your your compassion for creativity. You mm. know, uh, your empathy. You your know, ability your, to segue. Uh-huh. <laughs> ability to segue seamlessly. Um, and you know, just wanting to be heard. Um, mm. I thought I thought we would take this this episode, uh, this opportunity in this episode to, uh, I guess, speak on, you know, creativity, you know, creatives, you know, cause what we do like the podcast, the podcast verse that that's, that's, that's in the realm of creativity. So the creatives, when we speak on people who do, you know, YouTube videos, uh, who write poetry, who do music or musicians rather who sing, who act, who model, who, who design. Any they're, kind of creative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I think we had about a, a, almost a year ago, we spoke on what our plans were for the new year this year. Yes. You know, um, where we want to be. I guess we'll revisit that later, later this year, maybe in a couple more episodes. But uh, yeah, yeah, I just think we like take the opportunity to... Yeah, I thought we'd take this opportunity to just speak on, you know, the the field that me I think I could safely say that me and Ryan are in have been in for a while and aspire to career in, which is the creative field. Uh any thoughts on that? <laughs> Yeah, well, I was briefly talking to you about this actually, and this is—I mean, this is going to sound like it's out of left field, but it is. I'm going to bring it into what you just said. Um, I've been recently very much watching uh, a lot of All Gas No Breaks, which is another YouTube channel, um, and Channel Five with Andrew Callahan. Yeah. Uh, and there's a little backstory for for his particular channel that I find very inspiring, especially during. Um, what he's had to go through to, I guess, evolve in a way, um, and and keep his creativity. Because uh, for um, all gas no breaks, he was approached by um, some very well known uh, creators uh, about essentially continuing his show under their their wing. I guess their production. The tutelage. Uh, yeah, and. Um, when he obviously is approached by these individuals who I'm sure he highly praised. He's actually said this in an interview, so I know he does. Uh, he highly praises them. He looks up to them. Um, he obviously took the opportunity. And when he did, he signed a contract. Uh, and that contract stipulated that essentially the All Gas No Breaks channel belonged to the production company now. Um, and what the production company was doing was essentially making them making it mandatory that they put out a certain number of episodes, which I've watched uh, interviews with uh, Andrew Callahan, who him and two other people run the fucking, the channel, which is wild. It's only three people that run it. Yeah, especially uh, for the, the production quality and, and yeah. the amount of content that views, they provided. That and the views and the popularity of it is wild. Yeah, there's something uh, behind it. They do it out of a, a camper, out of a fucking RV, still. Um, yeah, they were, I guess, forcing him to do a certain number of episodes, a certain amount, uh, you know, time frame, time, you know, just being very much, um, 
specific as far as what's expected from each episode and how many they should put out a week, you know, everything like that. Just kind of how you would expect if a production company were to a big production company were to buy the property of something. Yeah. Um, And, and I, and while that story was out, I was also listening to, to other things similar to, I guess they were just, I guess it was just kismet in the, in the cosmos that I was hearing similar discussions on that type of situation when it comes to creatives you you need to for your well-being for your mental health mental wellness go check out our mental wellness episode um Mm -hmm. you need to let the well refill every now and then you can't and that's what i think happened he just had some burnout and it wasn't yeah he wasn't feeling it he definitely was not feeling it contractually obligated but then these big wigs who just want the money they don't care about the the artists you know they don't yeah and he's actually talked about in previous interviews i think i saw a vice interview and this was right before this happened i think he was talking to vice and um they're interviewing about this and he was pretty much saying that what he really admires about what he's doing is that he has that creative freedom that there's nobody telling him what to do and there's no like higher ups he's gonna get any approved things like that so seeing that and then seeing what happened with all gas no breaks um it's it's sad it's it's devastating um great great series even though it belongs to a production company now i recommend watching it still good stuff look what it brought us but yeah channel five to my point here channel five with andrew callahan which is his new channel 1.4 1.4 million subscribers 1.4 million every video has over 1.5 million views uh, probably has these videos are only we've only been out for a total i think the oldest video has been like eight months well yeah nine that's, months that's fine and dandy aside from the views and that well no, no but it's I'm, good well, it's good content it's good content i guess what i'm getting at with that is the fact that he left all gas no breaks created this channel and because of the content that he created this channel blew up and he actually just they just recently won a streamy if you don't know what a streamy is it's the it's the like awards for online essentially um for like youtube things like that twitch many of the online platforms um and he won a streamy for the top news program on Shout youtube out. on youtube which is wild uh i think they only have like 10 videos now since they had to restart the channel but his first videos that came out was with the black lives matter protests and uh derek chauvin uh trial verdict um, yeah he likes to show up to like where there's gathering large gatherings where yes. you can interview the uh people who are involved in said uh meet up uh, and it was um it was you know those videos that he does where he does he gets in those places i think the august no breaks was a black life he did a couple black life matter ones and was in portland I know as well Channel five went to the la punk yes did that to... covid rallies like COVID against rallies. covid vaccines they, they went to florida spring break yes he gets deep and he did check chet hanks interview as well Chet <laughs> hanks exclusive he gets deep into the american psyche i think with his with his, his videos and i think the, again, the reason I'm bringing this up is because he, he left All Gas No Breaks to create this channel because he wanted to stick to his creative yeah. dream, his creative 
that output that he wanted to his vision that he wanted to fulfill that he wanted yeah. to continue and so he which, left did this they want to stream for number one fucking news program on and, youtube which and is just crazy. like i said on when it comes to just a quick little point before i move on this is like i said just like with views views are great mm-hmm. subscribers are great so go ahead and view and subscribe y'all um have getting awards and accolades is great but mm-hmm. the main thing is that he's doing his thing authentically, yes. seemingly authentically, mm-hmm. and it's good content. Yeah, um, I was just bringing that up because he's getting recognition for it, and I think that's really so. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy which for for a, him. Which is a big issue, or it's it's a comes up as a conundrum sometimes, or not? I'm trying to issue, I guess. No, conundrum a, is is that's, that's a problem a for, for people. No, no, I mean people who have to think about: Do I sacrifice? my integrity or mm-hmm. what I actually want to promote or what I originally am doing my art for my create what I'm creating for in, in in the name of or am I going to what what people like to say sell out yeah which is a like I was mentioning Ryan if you guys don't watch insecure Easter race insecure on HBO shout out the this season this final season they're doing a real big thing on that because Issa is getting her her big uh her big break all of a sudden from all that hard work and that struggle which started off as a youtube uh channel uh our youtube series was uh the misadventures of an awkward black girl or something of an awkward black girl and then they oh. got picked up larry whitmore larry wilmore got involved and then insecure became a thing but she's having to decide this season like oh she wants to be true to the community in LA, in Inglewood uh, in particular. She's like, do I work with this local artist uh, who who is popping off or do I work with this corporation that's also popping off? Mm-hmm. And she has these, these, these scenes in her head where it's like, well, this could happen. But then homeboy from the block takes off and then, oh, you take this position. And then, oh, that corporation is popping off. So oh, what do I choose? decisions Mm -hmm. that's why this is a big uh to do when it comes to people who are creatives and plan on going like you know try to do it as a career to make do it monetarily yeah well yeah absolutely and you again like you just you hit the nail on the head like you want to keep that artistic integrity and and also be able to flourish your content in some way or shape or form and i know that like you said that is that's that's a tough decision that she would probably be in if you know, having to choose from a local artist and keep it local things like that or choose somebody who's gonna push the brand to a different level um and again i think that is again like what you said is selling out i think people approach that as selling out which i don't i don't think it's always the case at all which and i think there's a lot more to that comes in comes in different forms as well mm-hmm. i believe because it could be oh sell all your rights or do all this for this amount that could be a selling out to somebody or selling out meaning like i sold the company you know like which mm-hmm. is literally is like oh well now it's not in my control anymore like i'm i'm benefiting from switching it up yeah exactly. i would always get upset when people were like oh green day sold out so that was like why because they're successful now like people can grow and evolve and you know change their sound you know what i mean i mean what else are they gonna do and they have to you know they have to evolve with the industry as well it's not and that's another thing is like do i want to 
appease what people consider new or uh, cool, which is why it's something I wanted to bring up. I'll wait to see what you put a pin in that thought, though. I'll bring up later, see if we can transition well. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I do but think yeah. that, again, keeping that in, that creative con- uh, integrity is, is very important, um, which I think, luckily, we are very, 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 very small podcast. That we're able to do that. We're able to keep that creative integrity or keep that creative control. Small yet sweet and wholesome podcast. Yeah, I'm still keeping it real though. We're like a grain of we're like a grain of rice in in, in the fucking in the beach of the of the podcast realm. Um, nah, we're a nugget of we're a, we're one of the specks of, of gold like oh. in the stream dirt. We're a dry piece of poop sitting in a cat's litter box. <laughs> no, no, we're like a we're like a dried old gummy bear stuck in the the cinema chair. That yeah, we're climbs. like a popcorn kernel stuck in your tooth. Yeah, we're like your. Uh, like this is going more into like an annoyance than it is anything. We're not an annoyance. I don't. I hope not. Listen, like what what our what our size of platform is, but it, yeah, All right, it's so yeah. There's a reality to it. Like we're not we're not you know I'm not saying anything like oh we're most listened to just because I know people in Germany listen to us and thank you for listening to us in Germany. Uh, and there. Um, <laughs> um, so Ryan, um. You personally, what are your preferred mediums for your creative outlet? Uh, I prefer. Or what? Are, what are your mediums rather? Oh, I mean, my current mediums are uh, like video editing. It's kind of just what I, I, I think focus a lot on. But specifically, just doing the reaction channels, or even when before, um, when I was just doing even the the trailers for uh for our podcast when we're doing that i feel like that's definitely a strength that i have and it's something that i enjoy doing as well i still am very very proud i think i think my best edited video is the video of the debates i still think the debate video that i did for the trailer that is yeah good check i'm incredibly proud of that video um but i think that that's definitely something as far as my creative output goes um within that medium uh Obviously, you know, we're talking like I do. I make music, things like that. Yeah, that's what I'm talking. Like, yeah, you things of that sort. But again, even more recently, though, I haven't been doing that. I've been more focusing on, you know, either this or, you know, doing the reaction channel or doing, you know, at that time we haven't we don't really do trailers so much anymore because we didn't feel like that was pumping too many people here. Um, But when I was doing trailers, that was another focus that I was doing. Yeah, um, that's, what like I was, that. see, that's what inspired this, uh, just this topic for me is like, what, like, like starting the podcast, it was all like fine and dandy and all, but it's like, that's why it keeps uh, progressing, evolving, however you put it, or we keep changing because we're still trying to find that niche, niche or that, or that groove. Um, Cause I was thinking recently, it's like, well, damn, like what, what long-term do I want to use, you know, the platform for, be it the podcasting, be it um, whatever else I do. <laughs> yeah. For creative outlet or finding yeah. a way the ones that aren't public to become public, you know, cause I like to write, I like to uh, write poetry. I like to write critical theories 
Uh, I read a shit ton. I got opinions on a lot of stuff. I got experience. I got for my young age. I got a lot of. I got a lot of life experience, in my opinion, as opposed to a lot of my um, peers. Yeah. Um. So I've been thinking about starting a zine. Um, oh yeah, I think you mentioned that a little bit. Yeah. I don't know if it was on the show. I think it was off the show. It wasn't on the show, no. So that's not what I'm going to do. I'm going to use my writing on that and then, you know, maybe do some some graphic design, you know, some digital art. Uh, you know, work with uh, pen and paper, integrating it to digital format, you know, like learning shit. So that's where I think my next move is going to go. But that's another that's another great form, you know, of, of output because you know i try to i try to use our youtube channel as well with the um with the uh taj's jams like for music reviews and i try to make it meaningful but it's like uh, is it really like that fulfilling like Uh like, you know what i mean am i just making it to make it or is there something behind it and that's what i figure like i gotta figure out a way to integrate all of what I want to talk about into one thing. And for me, I'm just recently thinking like maybe a zine is the way to go. I can talk about the shows I go to and the local artists I speak to and speak about, you know, the shit I'm enduring in the, these fucking artist communities that I work with, you know, these marginalized mm-hmm. communities that are yet marginalizing others within the marginalized group. Um, and I feel like that would be a good way so I'm excited about that. And I never even thought about it. Like, it's like, how do I do it? And you can put it online, which, and the Zine community is a real big community, dude. Like, I didn't it is. realize. I think like, um, John Navarro was looking to do that. Uh, very, I think he ended up moving. So I think he ended up having stuff come up, but he approached me about doing something like that. So I would, I would actually recommend you probably contact him or so just like maybe just to get something. Cause I know he was very familiar cause he had friends that did that out in Portland. Oh, I'll um, be doing a personal one. <laughs> oh, well, no, no, no. I don't mean like to, to, I don't mean to like team up. I just mean for like how to go about something like that. I know nothing about oh, that. I, I got my mentors. Oh, okay. I don't, cause I don't know anything about that. I wouldn't even know the first place to look. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. I imagine it's a, it's a whole other a whole other thing like i can imagine it's just you, being something completely people could different have been, people could have been making them without knowing they've been making them and I, i'm one of those people i used to do a little because zinc could be anything like i said anything it started it's pretty much um if you don't know what they are they're self-published you know little work little books they could be comics they could be it's pretty much the end it's primarily marginalized groups who put out political messages you know their art it's usually, you know, the feminist movement, the punk scene, um, black community, Latino community, you know, um, just marginalized groups, queer community. Um, it's funny when you bring been, that up. I think of Across the Universe when he joins that extremist group or whatever, and that's what he's doing. He's doing art for they're putting out they're putting out zines. They're, they're actually that's they're, the, uh, their propaganda yeah yeah yeah. and zines have been been they've been supposedly based on history they've been being made for centuries i don't doubt it all the way back to the martin Martin yeah (laughs) and yeah and before and yet before yeah i bet it's it's something that's like very much ingrained just different 
different aspects you know of that i I definitely think so yeah it seems Um, like a cool way to like just do a whole hodgepodge magotch a bit like because you know i paint i have no i no outlet to like you know i'm not real heavy into the communities like mm -hmm. we're near you know downtown pomona and claremont we're not there's a lot of you know the art walk and all that there's a lot of community but it's just like i'm not taking advantage of it and it's like yeah well it's available i do think that's something you can absolutely take advantage of especially where you are you're in that like you're in that sweet spot that area where like you said like it's very much art centric in yeah but pomona specifically but yet i want more you know what i mean yeah i mean it is a small a small aspect of it but again it goes back to what we were talking not even the size it's the specificity yeah it could but it goes back again to what we were talking about as far as like you know keeping it local or you you know either keeping it local or expanding it further out and whether or not that can be good or healthy for you in that creative aspect Uh, oh well that's that's that pen i wanted to put in oh yeah about uh uh, censoring yourself you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and that's what zines were used for a lot of time it's usually raunchy stuff just like comics were you know back in the day it's a, it was a way, you know, especially they're self-publicized, uh, self-published. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a way to put out stuff that you couldn't sell at the fucking newsstand. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Even like though they're meant favorite. to be community-based. Yeah. Um, you know, well, I'm sure there's different types. Do, yeah, there are different types. But yeah, but usually they were just to get a message out. And yeah, as for donations, you can join like a mailing club. You know what I mean? Yeah, that Go sounds like conventions and trade. That sounds like a bigger. I mean, this is a bigger version, but it's like one of my favorite magazine companies, Mad Magazine. Mad, of course. I, I was just subscribed. started watching it on starting from season one the other day. <laughs> yeah, Mad TV. Yeah, um, Mad Magazine, though, they've been around for I think since the sixties. Yeah, wow. Um, and I was subs- I was actually subscribed at a very young age. My grandma, thank God, she like she's the one who got me into like Monty Python. Like I, she's the only reason that I grew up watching all of the stuff that I'm that is so ingrained in me now. Like like I was so I was brought up watching old movies things like that because of her. And she actually subscribed in my name mad magazine so i would get every single month a new mad magazine since i was like eight i was getting those i'd have to go to the public library (laughs) they'd have them there yeah with that these ones months back back issues she also had like ones from the 70s and 80s and stuff like a couple of them um i even think i might still have them they might be falling apart but i still have like a reagan one and like, well, you don't want about because Mad Magazine is very much exactly like you were talking. About. I think it's again more of that, um, that bigger version of it. But they are known because they stopped publishing. Oh yeah, not too long humble ago, beginnings, you know. Yeah, exactly. Like they stopped publishing raunch. not too long ago though, um, because of obviously, you know, people don't do that. Didn't print, get that shit. The anymore. print, yeah, yeah, and uh, unfortunately, but they're known for being very, very raunchy, being very, very much like uh against the grain very much against the grain um it's punk punk rock man that is a very punk rock magazine i would say um very critical on society very critical on politics very critical on and fun and yeah yeah. and very fun too 
Uh, and campy as hell. Yeah, yeah very campy. So yeah, yeah. So I, I'm still trying to find my 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 niche. You know, I want to definitely speak on definitely black centric, people of color centric issue, but still making it fun. You know, maybe do little little diary entries. Yeah, you got to yeah. find it. You got to find it by just doing it. I think it's the yeah. best way of doing it. Catching inspiration from people. You know what I mean. And there's several different things, you know, like other mediums like design, like, you know, I've been getting in my sewing bag lately, still got unfinished projects, but you know, I started them. They're still yeah. going to happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. At least you're doing, you know, at least you're starting it. Yeah, and that's, now I, I got think just more stuff. Now I just got more stuff to do, you know? That's I mean? a, yeah. And more options for fun. For fun. Yeah. Options. There we go. That's why, I, that's why I think that it's just to tie a nice little bow on this is that it's, I think that's where it's it's very important just to keep your options open and at least to try it. Um, if you're going to take anything away from creatives that you see, and again, this is why I wanted to bring up Channel Five is just you could see that these you know individuals, these creative individuals, they're they're doing what they want to do and they're at least trying it. And it doesn't, you don't know how it's going to work out until you try it. Exactly. Um, you so don't you doubt yourself. Yeah, don't you self doubt. I see that's a lot. It's a big problem with creatives. There's major self doubt. Um, and also even, back to that other point, don't 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 let your cup overrun it. Don't let it become a chore. The thing you love to do, mm -hmm. don't let it become a chore. Sometimes take a break. It's funny that you say that too, because just to bring it back to like even the Beatles documentary we're watching, George Harrison is very much known for his like insecurities and things like that. But in the Beatles, he actually ends up quitting. Uh, he quits the Beatles for like four days because of that actual reason. He didn't, he felt like he was doing something just to do it. And he didn't want to be a part of that anymore. He did. He felt like his creativeness, like his, what he wanted out of, you know, his part in the songs or in, in songs in general, his guitars or his, his licks, whatever, um, that they weren't being heard as him, that they were being heard as just a part of the song. And he felt like it's exactly how you just said is exactly how he felt. And, it came it took some a couple of days for him to get for everyone for the whole band to kind of get that to get into that mindset like yeah we can't be in that place where we're just doing it just to do it and um and again it, it, exactly how you just said it i think that's where you can get you can get in that that position as a creative and it's it's hard to get out of that mindset so don't don't beat yourself up don't you know, don't be afraid to take chances. Don't be afraid to push yourself creatively. To try new things. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's so it's interesting that you that you even said that because even just with that Beatles document with Channel Five, with like, just I've been seeing it a lot in a lot of different aspects, um, in the creative fields in different ways and it's kind of just like one of those things where it's like it so happens to be just coming up everywhere like no matter what i'm watching or like what i'm consuming yeah. it's like popping up and i'm just like huh that's interesting that just that's just like there's a little piece of fucking yarn that just ties to that right there and it goes it's yeah, all connecting from, a little bit yeah, there. Uh, from midnight mass to channel five news <laughs> exactly exactly that's an see and that's another thing too is midnight mass is i we were talking about that and i was saying how he was trying to he's been trying to get midnight mass made for like 10 years uh in the in that first movie that he made i was talking about hush he there's a book on her shelf and it says midnight mass on it yeah 
and it's it's supposed to be because it's written by him so it's his story that he has there and he was just kind of putting that as a little easter egg of a story that he's been working on and it took 10 years for that to actually come to fruition um yeah and a little easter egg but and that that's another thing just another piece of yarn there is that that his creative drive got him to where he was able to put something out that he really wanted to put out and this is just what a stuff i've read as well based on him and, and midnight mass and it again happened to be a fantastic show yeah. so sticking to those creative guns and sticking to the that drive it might be hard it, it you know it might be tough you might not get something immediate out of it but it's it's something again you just like you you said about your your sewing and like um, your clothing thing that you're working on as well. It's like you you have these options. You have these sewing things. and the clothing. Sewing and clothing. You have everything that you're working on, and you have these options. You have more things to do. Which I just I would just say be passionate about what you're doing because I definitely yeah I'm very you know what I mean I I really dig what I do um, and that's important. I I dig what I do. I'll leave it at that. But yeah, just be into it. Don't do it just because you feel you gotta. That's yeah. why they came out. That's why they came random. I'm sure if you listen back, I'm always talking about, oh, I'm going to start this. I'm going to do this because I do it all, y'all. Yeah, at least you're doing it. Do. At do. least you're trying. But yeah, I think, again, that ties it up nicely with what we were talking about. Um, I don't know if you want to do this. I think it'd be fun just to edit on this. Uh, we're not anywhere near New Year's. So we were thinking of doing something New Year's ish. Uh, and then no, we kind of realized why this not? is before the break. We were thinking like New Year's is where we realized we're not anywhere near New Year's yet. Um, and so we just did a little fun one, something that might offend some people, but you know, fuck did it. You, oh, no, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, why not? I think um, I just remembered. This is not a BuzzFeed quiz, by the way, because BuzzFeed did have a quiz like this, but it got taken down. I think there was. Oh. Maybe they got people got offended. Maybe Yikes. Um, <laughs> we're gonna figure out which saint we are. Which Catholic uh, saint is it? Catholic saint? Yeah, I think it, does. it has to be a Catholic is saint. I guess. Um, yeah, this is this is what uh, brought you by quizlady.com. Quizlady.com. Shout out, quizlady. Yeah, we were gonna see how the quiz went, but I guess yeah, we might as well shout out. We're taking. Yeah, it. we didn't vet it this we time. We did not I said, vet it. I said last time we were gonna, but as hey. you know, we don't vet our quizzes. Uh, at all. That's, the, which, that's the spice of it, ain't it? First question is: Which group do you want to serve most? You got women, soldiers, oh, children, the poor, or others. Oh, hold up. Wait. Hold up. <laughs> what did you press? Start the quiz? Yeah. And then you hit close. There's like a little pop up. Oh, no, guys. <laughs> He's going to. Don't fall for the pop up. up. Let's start the quiz. Exit. Exit. Not exit. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. Our our first ones are different. Oh, they are? Oh, no, no, go ahead. What was it? Yeah, yeah, I got it. They're right. Which group do you want to serve most? Uh, okay. It's either women, soldiers, children, the poor, or others. Um, well, that's let's see. Real, that's personal. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go with others. I feel like others is pretty pretty broad. I just serve others. Yeah, others is broad. I'll go with um, the poor. 
That was my next one too, but I go with others. You don't gotta... Scroll down. Next question. Don't lie, Craig. Oh, it's got to load it too. That means it's assessing every answer. Oh no! Question two out of ten. All right. Um, which activity sounds most appealing to you? Cooking, playing the piano, reading, hiking, having a bonfire. <laughs> That's a weird way to put it. Hmm. Which is most appealing? I'm going to go with hiking. Hmm. I don't know. Like stuff I actually do or something I just, if I were to choose. Like what appeals to you? Playing the piano. Then the third question here. Which virtue? Wait, you already went? Dang. Yeah, I just loaded. Which virtue is most important for you to withhold? Courage, empathy, gratitude, faith, or other? <laughs> hmm. uh, other. Just no, I'm going to go with uh, uh, empathy. To withhold? Oh. So you don't seem braggadocious, I'm assuming. I would say faith. No. Which virtue is most important for you to withhold? I don't know. Cause I oh my gosh, she's just yeah. getting louder and louder. I would say I would say faith. I would say faith. Yeah, I would say faith. This is definitely a, a much tougher quiz than uh, the BuzzFeed quizzes, that's for sure. I can't answer. I'm quiet because I'm still waiting for them to shut up. So just I'm going to. I think, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with faith. That's the only one I can think of. That's yeah, the only thing it was holding. You don't want to hide your courage because yeah. I think you're a punk. And then your empathy, you don't want people to think you're an asshole. And then gratitude, you don't want people to think you're stingy or ungrateful. Other, that's too broad for me. I'll go with faith too. I don't want to offend anybody. I'm getting deep here with this one. All right, let me get there. All right, let's see. It keeps just coming up. Compare hotel accommodations. (laughs) All right. How do you feel about religion? I'm not sure. I'm more spiritual than religious. It's unnecessary or it helps keep peace. Well, that's okay. (laughs) It's questionable. I'm going to go with... um, Well... I would say I'm not sure, but I also would say I'm more spiritual than religious. But I'm hella religious. I'm not going to say it's unnecessary. And it definitely doesn't help keep peace. I'm, uh, well, I guess inner peace for some. Yeah, I think it's supposed to be inner peace. I don't think it's like peace around the world. That's that's impossible. I'm going to go with 
They're more spiritual than religious. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'd be turned away from any of the strict, strict, stricts. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, I would say, even though I'm not religious, I would say that it helps keep peace. N- not necessarily for myself, but I think it does help keep peace, inner peace for a lot of people. As much as I might think it's unnecessary for myself, um, personally, I do think it also can be helpful for other people. Mm. So I do think that it is, it does have its importance, even though it has a lot of drawbacks. Um, yeah, I would go, it keeps, it keeps, it helps keep peace. And I'm assuming that's inner peace. Yeah. That's what definitely. I'm assuming. Cause it doesn't, it wouldn't, it doesn't say peace everywhere or it doesn't say I, peace. Yeah, you know? we have to interpret this. Thanks, quiz lady. Um, thanks for letting us, us think. keeping it open. Yeah. Yeah. I this like next that. one, I don't, I don't like, I don't know about this next Ooh. one. Which part of the world would you help out with your charity? South America, India, the United States of America, a Europe, or somewhere else? You notice anything? I would go, yeah, I did too. <laughs> I'd go somewhere else. Yeah, I'd definitely go somewhere else. Even though this question is trying it. It's a big, it's, you know, it's a quiz. It's like, you know. Yeah. Okay. Quiz lady. I spoke too soon. Ooh, this right. is a good one. Oh, I, I, like, I guess you're just quicker than me on the draw. All right. Would you ever commit a sin in order to protect someone? Of course. No, I would not. It depends. Well, of course. I was going to say, of course, it depends. But no, I would go, of course. Yeah, I would it say doesn't, it didn't say wit, like, you know. Yeah, that's true. I would say it depends. Well, I'll go, of course. I say it depends on who and it depends on what. It could be anything. I think both answers are right. Loading next question. Oh, I keep forgetting this is a Catholic quiz. Oh my God, I forgot all about that. <laughs> what is your greatest strength? Forgiveness? I am a loving person, bravery, creativity, or other. Oh, wow. Um, I want to put creativity now, but it's like, no, I got more than that. Hmm. Or is it even listed? Yeah, other, but it's like, I want to at least pick something. I'll say forgiveness because, dude... I would say... Is, is it true forgiveness, though? Mm-hmm. Mm. It's what you believe. I'll say I'm a loving person, then. I would say my greatest strength is probably creativity. And that just goes... That goes even past artistic creativity. I think in general. Um, Creatively make up some bullshit about loving someone. <laughs> there you go. That's creativity. <laughs> That's thinking on your toes. That's horribility. How dare you? Huh? Not the H, not the WH, or like, yeah, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> is it my turn? Uh, I think so. Yeah. What's your greatest weakness? Dishonesty, selfishness, laziness, gullible, gullible. I was, I was prepared to say gullibility, gullible, or other. Huh. Hmm. This is greatest good weakness, huh? 
I'm gonna go with selfishness. I want to say that too, but it's like, but I'm not selfish. I'm gonna go with laziness because I'm just I'm not as determined as I should be and can be in a lot of stuff. Yeah. It's like just sitting there, like a gas tank, just sitting there waiting to be burned off. You know what I mean? It's and I got a bunch of gas. I just got a bunch of gas, Ryan. I got a tank of gas. I got a go tank of gas. Got a full tank of gas. <laughs> Grass for gas. <laughs> Shut up. Which word best describes you best? Wait, which word Wait. describes you best? I was going to say, that sounds like some BuzzFeed hmm. territory. Uh, caring, brave, creative, peaceful, forgiving. Well, I guess it's my turn to say creative. Cause Definitely not peaceful. I'm all this shit. I'm going to go creative, though. Yeah, I'm going to have to go creative, too. I think last question here. Yeah. All right. Let's see. I do not want to compare hotel accommodations. <laughs> you okay. keep getting a pop-up? I'm not getting any pop-ups. No, it's just at the top. Of, I got to scroll down. Oh. Uh, where do your beliefs come from? family faith within myself friends i'm not sure well that's that's you know that's a bundle you want to take a chunk out of this before i go yeah i'm gonna go within myself okay well i definitely there's definitely a lot of it comes from family you know what i mean even though it's not tied to what my actual family believes mm-hmm I think it really depends. I mean, obviously, yeah, it, it depends just, it individually. Really loud, real quick. Um, but yeah, a lot of it's structured off. At least the, um, at least the, uh, the, the, the jump into it and and how yeah. to how to do it, like how to study it, how to. Yeah the it, you know? the foundation. Yeah, the religious aspect of it of like re re repetition, you know, mm -hmm. and then faith. Well, that came from the original family, you know, you know the judeo-christian realm the abrahamic religions and of course within myself from friends yes opinions from other friends you know be they jewish um uh atheist agnostic you know what i mean mm -hmm. um of course i'm sure so i'm gonna just go with uh in myself i guess <laughs> as well <laughs> but yeah they all fit but yeah, there's options. All right, let's see. That sounded so choppy. I lost train of thought. I had this speech ready, and then they just got so loud by my door. That's just, all right. You know. We're real people, people. We, no, we just... recording studio. It's it's not it's not always peaches and cream. Watch we get the same person. Yeah, I got uh, Saint Kateri. Take a Kateri. Take a Take a Tequitha? Oh no, show me. Saint Kateri Tequitha. Tequitha. Show me who you're talking about. I'll show you right out. Um, she is the saint patron of the patron saint. Uh patron saint a saint of the environment. Oh. Okay. I love to be surrounded in nature. I see. A peace outside. Okay, Saint uh Yeah, try it. Kateri, that's the first part. Saint Kateri. You try the second part though. Tekak. Witta. <laughs> Tekak Witta. 
Tekakwita. Tekateri Tekatuta. It's hard to say. Tekakwita. Tekatuta. Saint Patron Saint of Patron Saint of the Environment. That's what I ended up getting. Did you get something different? Looks like a native. Yeah, I got something different. Looks like a native. Yeah, definitely does. Native indigenous American woman. Read read it again. Uh, you are the patron saint of the environment. You love to be surrounded in nature and feel most at peace outside. Okay. How do I? Oh, yeah, I got to share. Share screen. Host disabled participant sharing screen. Oh, I think you I disabled. I did not disable it. Share screen. Oh, I don't know if you can. I don't know if I can enable that. Oh, well, I got... um. I got Saint Cecilia. Ooh. You can Google her. Yeah, I'm gonna Google it right now. Um, it's just this lady with a head wrap and she's got a violin in her hand looking up. Music? Uh yeah. You're nice. the patron saint of musicians. You have a creative and vivid mind that comes up with amazing things. Ooh. Saint Cecilia. Never heard of you, girl. Yeah, the saint that I got is just how you just stated, it is the first Native American to be recognized as a saint. By the wow. Catholic Church. Alhamdulillah. Which is amazing. Good for good for her. Good for uh Kateka. Teka Tikta. Tikakawitha. She is uh well, this is a lot easier. Uh, and informally known as Lily of the Mohawks. I'd rather you know that's a little bit easier to say. Mm, I bet. I guess it's not her I bet. formal name. I bet pale skin. Is the Catholic saint and virgin who was an Algonquin Mohawk. Yeah. Yeah. I'll go, uh, yeah. Um, Who's yeah. Cecilia? Tell me about Cecilia. Uh, looking at Google. She flourished. It says flourished third century Rome in All Italy. Right. All right, um, one of the most famous virgin. Uh, martyrs of the early church in historic. Oh, great virgin. <laughs> well, I think they're all. I think they, they, I think the saints. I think that's like a thing uh, among them. And historically, oh, one of the most discussed. Uh, not disgusted, but discussed. Like they, they, they spoke talked, on. Talk, her. Highly talked about. Highly spoke upon. Yes. Um, she is a patron saint of music and musicians. Uh, she is most known for. Let's see. She became the patroness of music and musicians. It being written that as a mus- as musicians played at her wedding, Cecilia sang in her heart to the Lord. Oh. So it's very much connected, it seems, with music. Uh, I and just... Go on. No, it's, it's pretty much what it's, it's pretty much saying. It's like it's very much connected. Like mine's connected with nature and being outside. Yours is very much connected to the to music. You you sing to the Lord within music, uh, or she did, Cecilia. Yeah, which is very creative. You know, music and outdoors, nature that could be inspiration for anything creative. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. For painting, for getting inspiration for a song, yeah, for a video, for art. Um, 
Yeah, quiz lady. I noticed, you did right. Yeah, that quiz lady. I, I noticed that uh, we both got women saints. I, I think quiz lady is meant for the ladies, which is no problem at all. I'll I think take it's it. A, I think it's a woman, uh, woman based website. So big ups on that. Maybe that's why it's better than BuzzFeed so far. Yeah, I mean, this is a uh, which saint are you? And there's also which who should be your patron saint and which saint be. is your true protector. So I think it's all, I don't think it's specifically women. I think you just happen to get those based on particular answers. So I dig it. I'll take it. No, I'll take that. Well, thank all you guys right. for listening. That was a good, yeah. I think that was a good quiz. I like quiz lady. Quiz lady done well. Yeah. I liked it better than Buzzfeed. Yeah. Um, Buzzfeed ketchup mustard. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. What I'm going to do when I get out of this is listen to the, I'm going to look at this, the podcast wrapped. I'm like excited to see those, oh, yeah, those, uh, European numbers there. Um, well, they're not so big, but just, no, uh, but just the fact that if you guys are listening in Europe, give us a shout out, you know, listen to us. Uh, no pressure. No pressure though. You know, you can but, like, hey. let us know what, let us know what you think about, uh, where we're heading so far with, uh, with the show. Yeah, reach out you, to us. You know to reach out on Instagram, on, on Twitter. If at, you're listening to yeah. this, contact us immediately. Beep, beep, boop, 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 beep, beep. Contact us at any social media platform. We're on Reddit. Or Reddit, yeah. I put it on Reddit there. Um, yeah. Thank you guys for podcast, yeah. That was yeah. a good one. Um, I dug it. Yeah, hope you guys have a good whatever time it is where you are. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Catch on the flippy dippies.